Namaskar, and welcome to another episode of Ananda Marga DharmaCast podcast. And I'm your host, Dharaveda Pragyananda. And today I'm going to talk about a subject which I think is really vital if you're on the spiritual path. And so the, the topic is maintaining spiritual mindfulness 24-7. Now, I think that many people have heard the term mindfulness because it has become like a kind of like a buzzword, very popular. And generally, you know, it refers to, it comes from a type of Buddhist meditation where people are, are being aware of their, their breathing, they're mindful of their breathing, the breath is coming in, the breath is going out, and they're aware of it. And then there's also another kind of Buddhist meditation where people are aware of their body sensations. So like, oh, there's something itching on my head and, and my, something twitching on my arm. And, and you become aware of those things. And so you're mindful of those things. But the spiritual mindfulness, which I'm talking about, there's a Sanskrit word for it. It's called Brahma Bhava. So it means to think of the supreme consciousness um, and to impose that thinking on all of your activity. So what I've talked about in some other instances is that, that it's very possible for you to meditate, let's say, one hour in the morning, one hour in the evening. And even if you're a great meditator, you do one and a half hour, one and a half, and that's three hours. But the day is 24 hours. So we have a lot more of our time that we also have to use if we want to be propelled on the spiritual path. And our thinking is very important in this process. And like I've talked about with meditation, it's based on the principle, as you think, so you become. So during meditation, we try to think on a spiritual idea. And then we, we, we hopefully we will go in that direction. We will we'll become spiritual beings. But the problem is that during the day, we're dealing with the material world, different objects are coming into our contact, we're banging a hammer or we're, we're putting the hammer down or we're, we're lifting the wood and we're, we're working with our hands and we're working with the world around us. And so what happens there is something called psychophysical parallelism. So you look at a hammer, so then the mind takes the form of the hammer and that's what you're working with. So the mind becomes parallel with the physical thing. Whereas when you meditate, your mind tries to become parallel with the spiritual object of your meditation. This is the concept of, at least in the mantra, meditation of Ananda Marga that we do, that spiritual meditation. So the problem is that you can manage it maybe in your sitting periods, but what's going to happen when you're out in the world and you're, you're, um, you're, you're there dealing with all kinds of things, you're just going to forget about that. And you're not going to be mindful. You're not going to be mindful that you are a spiritual entity and that this world is composed of cosmic consciousness. So in this regard, I'm going to always, I'm going to read something about uh, what my teacher, Sri Sri Anandamurti, said. And he gives an instance where there was one um, Buddhist monk who, who rose above this kind of um, materialistic thinking. And he had a he had a nickname, and he was called Busuku, and that nickname gives the formula that he used to um, overcome material awareness. So I'll read from the, from the book. Over a thousand years ago, there was a wise and devout 
Buddhist monk in Bengal, popularly known as Busuku. He was a good poet, a humorist, and a spiritual aspirant of excellent category. When the mind rises above body consciousness and takes constant spiritual ideation, one enjoys the parama rasa, or supreme taste. One who, on the other hand, thinks of gross material objects gets vishaya rasa, or taste of objects. The latter is only preferred to one experiences the former. Once parama rasa is tasted, the other becomes tasteless. So, the, his name, um, he, he, his name, Busuku, is, goes like this. Bu, at the time of bojana, food, he used to think of the Supreme Consciousness. Su, at the time of shayanam, lying down, he used to think of the Supreme Consciousness. Ku, before every karma or action, he used to think of the Supreme Consciousness. One who always takes the name of Parama Purusha or Supreme Consciousness while eating, drinking, sitting, and walking before every action is called Busuku. When one sleeps on a cot, one's body comes in contact with the cot. When eating, one's hand and mouth come in touch with rice, vegetables, etc. When thinking, the mind comes in touch with thought. Everything, crude or subtle, is his manifestation. In the process of taking constant cosmic ideation, the aspirant experiences great bliss within, and this is called Dharma Meg Ananda. So, so basically, what he, this monk's secret was that, that um, he understood what about some of the principal activities of his day. So eating is one of how. So before eating, definitely he remembered this food is that cosmic consciousness, and I am the cosmic consciousness taking this food. So he remembered. And then when he went to sleep, he also remembered that this, this cot, this bed that I'm sleeping on, is the cosmic consciousness, which has come in the form of the cot, and my body is also that consciousness. So he would do that. And then he would extend it before every action. So this is the secret, and this is called Brahma Bhava, to impose the idea of Brahma on all objects, because every object, if you understand the the spiritual philosophy, and you should study that. But every object really is only the supreme consciousness, which has taken the form of, of this, what you see as a physical object. And your body, you too, are the same thing. So what happens is, if you can extend your, your thought and your remembrance, it's called constant memory, it's called Dhruva Smriti, if you have constant remembering, it's constant mindfulness, that you are the cosmic consciousness in this form, and yet you're dealing with the manifestations of the cosmic consciousness. And if you can maintain this through all your activities, then you will experience this, what's called Dharma Megananda. It's like, Mega means a cloud. It's a cloud of bliss. You will be in bliss. But if you forget, then you're just in the material world again. So... So the secret is actually first to remember it, that we have to think of these objects, but then how are we going to remember it for all the time? So take some principal activities, like before you eat, at least close your eyes or think. Just think, 
oh yeah, what you're doing. You're mindful of what you're doing, actually. When you go to sleep, you're mindful. When you're walking, become mindful of oh, you're placing your foot on the cosmic consciousness, and your foot is the cosmic consciousness. And then extend it out to more and more activities. So that's the job. And it's not easy. And now some people will say, okay, I won't do sitting meditation, but I'll do this kind of walking meditation. I'll think I'm, my foot is going to the cosmic consciousness and then I'm lifting it up. But you won't be successful in this daily mindfulness if you don't do sitting uh, meditation. Because sitting meditation reinforces the idea of what you're doing. Yes, I'm meditating on that cosmic consciousness. I'm meditating on the cosmic consciousness. So when you do that in the morning, then you know what you're supposed to do for the rest of the day. And then for the rest of the day, what will you do? You go walking about your activities, but before each activity, while you do each activity, you're remembering, oh yeah, the cosmic consciousness. In the Ananda Marga process of meditation, we give a special mantra which helps you to remember. But even if you don't have that mantra, this concept of, of remembering, um, being mindful, of the Supreme Consciousness before every discrete action is very, very, very helpful. So I once had a friend who had one trick. He said, you see, when I go to work, when I go in that building, I'm going to do so many different things. I have to type on the computer. I have to lift up the telephone. I have to do this. I have to talk to the boss. I have to uh, mail some envelopes. I have to, so many things. So he says, before I even walk in the door, I, I remember that cosmic consciousness. And then that remembrance, he hopes, anyway, he said, yeah, carries over to all the other activities. I don't know if that works or not, but it's a good, at least when he opens that door, he remembers. So what we have to do is we have to start remembering. We have to start being mindful that every object is a manifestation of cosmic consciousness. And we have to, Remember it in certain basic things, like um, before you eat, before you sleep, before you even meditate, before you take a shower. These are like some kind of principal activities of the day. Before these basic activities, remember, and then extend it. So then when you put your key in the ignition, remember. This is the cosmic consciousness, and then turn the ignition. And then basically what happens is if you can do this, your activity becomes spiritualized. From material activity, it transforms into a spiritual activity. And it becomes better, too. You will do better. You'll do better. When you have this kind of mindfulness, um, you'll be centered and you'll be more composed and you'll, you'll make less mistakes um, and, and you'll be more joyful. And, and not only joyful, if you can always remember that you're in this um, state of touching the cosmic consciousness with every activity, you will get the Dharma Megananda, or the, the bliss of consciousness. It can happen. So that's what all I wanted to say today. It's a big big lesson, kind of. It's, it's a lifelong lesson. You won't be able to accomplish this kind of mindfulness um, in you know, this week. But if you keep working at it, then um, definitely uh, it will become more and more and more and your thoughts will be, you work in this material world, but your thoughts will also be in, in the place of the absolute reality, the cosmic consciousness. So that's all for today. 
and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions about what I spoke about or if you have any um, de desires of, of future topics that we should address, send us an email or make a comment on the website. So, And when I'm speaking about that, you can listen to us on, on different platforms. Um, there's, there's Spotify and there's um, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, different places. But wherever you listen, um, hit the subscribe button on the website too, dharmacast.com. Hit the subscribe button and then you will be sure of getting notification of all of our different podcasts. So I just want to then, then um, say namaskar to you. And as I've mentioned before, that's the spiritual greeting. And that means I salute you. I salute the divinity within you. I salute the cosmic consciousness within you with all the divine charms in my mind and all the love and cordiality of my heart.